hope you all are ready, because I'm not. And it's, um, I guess I'll leave it like that. All right, so today, I never make titles for what I speak about. But then I get pressured later on by somebody. What's the title? Today, the title is going to be Wait on the Lord. You know, earlier, during praise and worship, I spoke about something, and, and I said we don't have to wait. But there's times to understand what it means by wait. Okay? So let's uh, go to the Lord and see what he has in store for us. Dear, dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We thank you for your goodness towards us. We, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy that is renewed daily. Father God, also we just thank you that you renew our strength daily, renew our youth daily, Father God, that that we become new each day, Father God, as we worship and meditate on your word, Father. I just thank you that, uh, uh, that our hearts are open to receive what you have for us today, Father. Uh, let it be uh, nourishing to our spirit. And uh, let it sink into our hearts. And Father, we just thank you for your love. Because without that love that, that you had for us, Father, we'd be snuffed out. Father, I just thank you that that love was so great towards your creation that you gave your all. You gave your all, Father, that we can have your spirit and your life in us, Father. And Father God, not only that, that we have your life and your spirit in us, that, that we are bold and confident enough to spread it to other people, Father God. Let it be uh, more infectious than any disease that the world can conjure up, Father God. Let your word be that affection, infection, Father God, that will change the world, Father that will change the world, that no longer there will be tears, but there will be only joy. No longer there will be suffering, Father God, but there will be only rejoicing, Father. Father, we give you all the praise and glory today. In Jesus' name, amen. So again, I said um, the title was Waiting on the Lord, you know, and, and, you know, I, I know as a, as a young believer, a young Christian, um, I was always under the understanding of waiting on the Lord. When somebody asks you to do something, the common response would be, okay, let me pray about it and let me seek the Lord and let me wait on the Lord. Then as I grew in the Lord, I realized that the Word of God gives us certain directions, certain instructions. Then I realized that 
what I was saying, because nine times out of ten, when I said that, I never helped anybody. I never did anything. So basically, it was a lie. Basically, I said, uh, well, let me pray about it. Actually, what I was saying was that, nah, I don't want to really do it. I don't have the time. <laughs> I don't have the time. Or maybe not even the patience. I'm going to baptize somebody in water shortly here. Uh, God's good, man. But, but um, so I'm going to talk about what waiting is. I'm going to talk about waiting, but I'm going to talk about current events. Might turn people off. I, I turn a lot of people off, so it really don't matter to me. Um, but I'm going to tell you a story I read this morning. It was about a British radio broadcaster. She was like 40-something years old. And she was fortunate enough to get the COVID shot. 40 years old, having a wonderful career in broadcasting, which she loved to do. Um, and she took the COVID shot. But she had a reaction to the COVID shot. And she started having headaches. Her name was Lisa Shaw. And she was having splitting headaches. And they found that the reason because of that splitting headache was to do with blood clots in her brain. And so with that, she died, right? Here, you know, we're taking this uh, vaccine that should be saving us, but it ends up killing her. You know, I, I would imagine she was at 40 years old. Uh, she, had, she had a family. She had mom and dad, brothers and sisters, you know, and probably in her job, you know, they said, hey, you need to take the shot or we're going to have to let you go. You know, what's going on right now in our country is uh, many healthcare workers, first responders, military, and even our school system, our educational institution is now is trying to pressure people to take something in them. How many of you heard of Las Vegas? Yeah, we heard of Las Vegas. What do they do at Las Vegas? What is the main thing? Gamble, right? Gamble. So here we are, 2001, and the government is saying, let's gamble with your life. Let's gamble with your life. So they get 100 people taking the shot, and, you know, we'll see the outcome. And that's going on. That's going on right now in our country, you know. But instead of the COVID shot, I got another shot for you. I got a shot that will guarantee you great health, great wealth, and a great life. You know, early on when I moved to Arizona, um, 
People ask me, ask me why I was so happy every day in the morning. And I told them I just had a J. You know, and they looked at me like, what? And I said, no, no, no. I, I had Jesus this morning. I had Jesus. That's the that's J I had. And so, so now our responsibility is greater than ever. That we got to infect people. With Jesus, that's the only vaccine that is needed right now, not only in this country, but in the world. You know, and I, I, I know some people think I talk too much politics, but it's not about politics, it's about life. You know, right now in Afghanistan, you know, we lost some brave men and women, you know. And it's not about politics. It's about life. You know, the, the Taliban took over uh, the capital of Afghan. And my heart grieved. My heart grieved first for the females in the country. You know, we fight in a war that people don't understand what's going on. Yeah, it's in the Middle East. But the first victims in this war is women. Women get abused in the Middle East. You know, I read a story some 20 years ago of this Christian female was in love with this Muslim man. And when the family found out, the family of the man, they beat the lady to death. And you wonder why we fight. You know, we, we get so much freedom in the United States, we don't realize the bondage that other countries are in. You know, and, the, and, and then I thought about the women, and then I thought about the Afghan people. The Afghan people that we're on the side of the United States. And what's going to happen to their lives? What's going to happen to their family's life? You know, we all know about the cartels, right? We all know about the cartels, you know? If you're doing something they don't like, they come and they blow you away. And that's what the Taliban is. The Taliban is the same thing. Because I can't get to you, I'll get to your family. And all those people in, in Afghanistan that was helping the United States, my heart goes out to them. See, that's the war we fight in the natural. But we don't fight. We shouldn't fight a fair fight as believers in God because we got a mighty army. I said all of that so that we can realize what waiting upon the Lord is. Okay? So I normally have my Bible all set up with the scriptures so that I can just flip to it. But it ain't happening today. So our first verse is going to go to Psalms. We're going we're gonna to be in the Old Testament. We're going to 
dabbling these uh, old verses here. We're going to go to Psalms 27. And if you're looking for Psalms 27, it's going to be right in between 26 and 28. Okay, Psalms 27, and we're going to go to verse 14. And it says, wait upon the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. And so, a lot of these words, you know, if we look at it in, in, in our terminology, would be to just sit down, kick back, and... Just wait. Like when you're waiting for the bus, right? You got a bus schedule half the time. The bus is like 15, 20 minutes late. So you just wait upon the bus. You say, and then we wait upon the Lord. But this wait here that we're talking about, it doesn't mean just sitting and waiting. It's to look patiently. To look patiently. Look patiently. Okay? And that's what it says here. Look patiently. And be of good courage. And what will happen? He'll strengthen your hearts. Be of good courage. No matter what you've seen today, no matter what the news saying, no matter what your employer is saying, be of good courage. Look patiently. Look patiently. Then we're going to turn to uh, Psalms 37. You want me to tell you where 37 is? No? Okay. You guys got it? Okay. We're going to look at verse 9. And it says here in verse 9, For evildoers shall be cut off, but those that wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. Those that look patiently shall inherit the Lord. Okay? Those who look patiently or expectantly, those who are expecting something to happen, Okay, that's another interpretation of, and the number is uh, 8104 in the Strong's Concordance under the Hebrew, because the Old Testament was written in Hebrew. Okay, then we're going to go to 37, verse 34. Wait on the Lord, keep his way, and he shall exalt thee to inherit the land when the wicked are cut off, and you will see it. You will see it. You will see it. Wait on the Lord. Be patient. Expect. And, and he says, but, see, wait on the Lord. There's a thing we got to do there. Keep his ways. We got to keep his ways. So wait on the Lord, and we will inherit. We will inherit the land. Okay, one, one more in Psalms. Psalms 123. 123. Okay, so 123, and we're going to read verse 2. It says, Behold, and the eyes of the servants looked upon the land of their masters, and the eyes of the maidens the heck? Uh, I don't think that was the one. 
Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, behold, as the eyes of the servant look upon the hand of the masters and as the eyes of the maidens unto the hand of his mistress, so our eyes wait upon the Lord our God until he has mercy upon us. Okay, so, so what I'm thinking it says here is that, you know, when you, when you have a master, you're just waiting. Just waiting, okay, what is he going to tell me to do? What is he going to tell me to do? And, and, and you know, if, if uh, you know, your mistress, if, if, if you're a maid of someone, you know, you're always waiting, right? I, I, you know, I watch movies, and, and the maids are in the kitchen, and, and the, the, the people say, hey, somebody, get over here. And then, oh, they come running like that, right? You know, that's, that's what in my mind that I see. You know, is that, that we're just waiting, and then boom, we got to go. We got to go. We got to make the move. Okay. So that is the word wait to mean to look patiently with expectation. Okay. And this all come together, hopefully, by tomorrow morning. Okay. So now, excuse me, we're going to go to Proverbs. We're going to go to Proverbs. We'll go to Proverbs 20. I mean, yeah, Proverbs 20. Uh, Proverbs 20 and verse 22. Okay. And it's here in verse 22. It says, uh, so say thou, not thou, I will recompense evil. But wait on the Lord that he shall save thee. Okay? So this wait actually is a different wait. It's not a wait looking patiently or expecting. This wait, it says, it says here, but wait on the Lord, and he shall save thee. This word wait here means to adhere to. Adhere to, to listen. Listen. This is what God's saying. Listen. Okay? Wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Okay? Now, if we go to, and that's number 2442 in Greek concordance. Okay? And... I would, I would, I would say the words, but I don't want to butcher their language. It's like I already kill half of the Spanish words, so kind of stay away from that. Okay, so we're gonna go to Isaiah. This will come together, hopefully. If it don't, I'll run. But anyway, remember, you know, things are happening in our lives that that, you know, we just gotta be patient. We just got to be patient. Okay, so Isaiah chapter 8. Isaiah chapter 8. And we're going to read verse 17. And it's here in verse 17. It says, And I will wait upon the Lord that hideth his face from the house of Jacob, and I will, and I will look for him. Okay, so again, you know, 
We need to adhere to this. We need to start looking. We need to be aggressive in what we're doing for this kingdom. Okay? Now, this is where I said I'm, I'm hoping it will come together. Okay? Because there's a lot of crazy things that's happening. Things that are being forced upon us. And I'm going to go to a book that is, um, I don't even know where, where, where it is. I'm going to find it before I say it. I don't even know where it is. I got to go look at the index. Um, I don't know if it's in here. Okay. 13. Okay. It's Zephaniah. Zephaniah. Zephaniah, we're going to go to 3.8, Zephaniah. You know, in these books in the Old Testament, Zephaniah, Nehemiah, Hezekiah, all these things, it was a time that Israel was at war. Israel was at war so many times, um, and, and it was just one of the times, one of the many times. So in, in uh, Zephaniah uh, 8, 3, 8, it says, Therefore, wait upon me, says the Lord, until the day that I rise up to the prey or your enemy. For my determination is to gather the nations that I, that I may assemble the king kingdoms to pour upon them my indignation, even all my fierce anger, for all the earth shall be devoured with the fire of my jealousy. You see, you know, we might be experiencing things in our employment, in our country. In our country. But here it says, just wait upon God. Because he's, he's taking care of the business. You know, we may think that we might be losing our jobs, but God's got a different plan. God's got a different plan. So, now here, we, here we're hearing that God is saying that he's going to assemble the kingdoms. He's going to assemble people in power. To pour upon his indignation and fierce anger. Whew. I don't want to be at that party. Don't invite me. Okay. So let's turn to the same book, chapter 11. Here's the end of the story. I mean, jeez. My bad. 311. That was, a, that was a chapter that wasn't. It's coming. It's, a, it's the 14th season. Okay. Okay, so 3.11. Zephaniah 3.11. It says here, in the day, in that day, which day? The day that he's going to pour out his anger. Thou 
shall in that day shall you not be ashamed for all the all, all, the, all your doings. Now he's not talking about us, he's talking about those fools. Wherein thou transgressions against God, for then I will take away out of the midst of the of them that rejoice in thy pride, and thou shalt no more be haunty because of my holy mountain. I will also leave in the midst of thee an affliction and poor. But anyway, here, what happened here was that there was victory for God's people. There was victory for God's people. So no matter what we're going through, you know, stand firm. Stand firm. If your employer or if your country or whoever is telling you to do something, just wait on the Lord. Wait patiently. Wait patiently. Adhere to what God is telling you. You know, in the book of Isaiah, there's, there's a lot of things that, that Isaiah prophesied about. There's a lot of things that he prophesied about that that is our benefit that we can reap, that we can reap. You know, Isaiah 55, it, it, it talks about how, uh, or not how, but why, why Christ came. You know, if Christ only came to die to allow us to be free from sin, geez, God could have done that. God, God could have done that. He's been doing that for man, all man's created life. But it wasn't about just sin. It, it was about a relationship. It was about a relationship that he desired with you. That's why he died. That's why he came down and experienced what we experience. But you know what? Christ never sinned. He had no sin in his life. But all the sins that we've done, all the sins that we're going to do, all the sins that other people are doing, whether they believe in God or not, he died for them on the cross. He died so that we might have life. You know, I notice, I keep talking about COVID because it's, it's on the forefront of everybody's mind. You know, when you go to a store, that, that's all you see. You know, even Isaiah, he talks about fear not. There's so many fear nots in Isaiah, it's unbelievable. Because that was a turmoil time for the, for the, for the Israelites, for the Jewish people. You know, and, and God constantly told his people, fear not, for I am with you. Fear not. You know, God is our fortress. God is our strong tower. You know, that's who he is. That's who he is in our lives. It, it's, 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 uh, it's unbelievable, you know. It's, it's just unbelievable that the creator of heaven and earth would step out of time, out of infinity, I should say, and step into time to do something for us selfishly unconditionally he doesn't place no conditions on us 
but we place conditions on ourselves. We put conditions on others. That maybe ourselves, even ourselves is not able to carry. But God loves us unconditionally. And and in these times, you know, I, I heard some people talking about, whoa, this is the end times. That is the beginning. This is the beginning of rejoicing. This is a beginning of victory. This is a beginning of a great movement again of our God. And we cannot, we cannot hear the wind. We cannot feel the waves. We cannot feel the water hitting our feet. We cannot hear that wind blowing boastfully through our ears. We got to stay on top of the water. Don't stay in the boat. Stay on top of the water. So I just encourage you guys, those who are working, those who are planning on working, those who don't really care, wait on the Lord. Look patiently for his deliverance in your life. Look patiently for his deliverance in all your situations. And just adhere to what he's saying to you. Because, again, God speaks to each and every one of us. You know, um, sometimes we, we're afraid. We're afraid or we're ashamed. You know. But then we, we got to just get out. You know, we just got to get out. You know, you know, something happened this morning that, that I think changed the, um, the atmosphere of our worship. You know, Miguelito uh, suggested something during our praise and worship, and I, and I think that kind of excited our spirits, I think. But I, but I think if he, if he was hesitant, uh, things would have turned out good. Not exceptional, but good. So I encourage all of you, God speaks to you. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. If he spoke to you and he gave you something to share, and when you stand up here, He'll speak to you. You're just a puppet. But a puppet with faith. A puppet with courage. A puppet with belief. And I, I use the word puppet because it gives us a visual. But we're not puppets. We're sons and daughters of the living God. And he uses us. He moves our hands. He moves our feet. His word says that our steps are ordered by him. The steps of a uh, the prayers of a righteous man prevails much. And we are righteous men and women of God. We are nothing less. So when we speak, when we pray, whatever you want to call it, it is powerful. And when we speak, we got to speak expecting 
expecting what we say, expecting. Jesus said, ask as if you had received it, not begged, not beg. We don't beg our Father. We speak and we say, in the name of Jesus, it shall be done. Shall be done. That's all I have for you guys today. Hopefully uh, you guys got nothing, but if you did get something, well, thank you, Jesus. Okay.